every day your goals are asking you, are you willing to do the things it takes to get it done? ReliQuest mental performance coaches Dr. Nicole Detling and Darren McMains discuss insights and strategies to help you level up and consistently do the things necessary to achieve your personal and team goals. Welcome to Do The Things, powered by ReliQuest. Hey, welcome to the Do The Things podcast. My name is Darren McMains. I'm alongside our mental performance coach, Dr. Nicole Detling. Doc, how you doing? Yep, great. Good to be here. Thanks. And we're also joined by our founder and CEO, Brian yep. Murphy. How are you, sir? DMAC, Doc, doing well. Glad to be with you. Yeah, definitely. So we're going to talk some mindset with Murph. I love these. And so we're, we're just going to riff a little bit around this idea of adaptability and just finding a way because it doesn't matter what we're doing in life. It, I mean, it could be cooking, right? There's times, maybe I'm just speaking to myself at this point, but <laughs> there's times where we just got to find a way. Yeah. We got to find a way to get it done. And I know you've had to do that over and over and over and over. And we're all going to have to continue to do it over and over if we want to be successful. So, so how, do you, how do you continue to be adaptable and find a way? You know, I think uh, for me, it's just is, is stay focused on, you know, the outcome or what are you chasing, right? What's, what's the goal? Um, there's never been a time in, in 15 years where uh, how we thought we were going to do it is the way that we did it, right? So whether that was building the technology or what market we were going to chase or, or write down, I'm trying to think back to uh, one of my really only mentors uh, in life is a uh, a gentleman named Phil Moyer in uh, Oklahoma, great entrepreneur, came to Clearwater, almost sight unseen, bought a dental manufacturing company, building crowns and bridges, and uh, built that up and sold it off to private equity. Just a great man. And, uh, you know, he, he he had this just way of... Um, of, of putting things and saying things and, 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 you know, he brought that kind of old simplicity of like, well, you know, my hat's in this ring. Like, what are we going to do? Like, what are we going to do? You got, you got, you got to get around it. Right. Yeah. And things change. But uh, about 2012, Phil was involved in this. We built a hundred million dollar plan. We're going to hundred million. We're going to get a hundred million in revenue. And we had all the pricing. I spent all these nights. One of the only times we've done a kind of plan like this. And it was pretty early. It was a long time ago. And uh, and we get together, and Phil's there at Tim Holcomb, who was on our advisory board at the time, sitting there. And uh, Phil looked at me and was like, well, Brian, this is real nice. Uh, more than likely, you're going to get to $100 million, but I guarantee it ain't going to be this way. Uh, <laughs> and so, you know, I just laugh. And, and we nice. did. We got there in the timeline. Not a single thing else did that happen that way. And so you just have to find the humor in it and appreciate it, right? So um, that's the way I – think about, uh, find a way and adaptability. And, and, um, you know, we talk about a lot, your families teach a lot, your kids teach a lot. And there's a, there's a children's book and we've, we've talked about this DMAC. I don't know. I'm interested, doc, if you know this book. Um, but the book is, uh, we're going on a bear hunt and our kids love this book. And so it's about this family that's going to go on a bear hunt. They leave their cabin and they come up to all these obstacles. It's like, Oh, it's a stream. Oh no can't go over it can't go under it gotta go through it and then they come to another op can't go and that's kind of how 
I think about business is you can't go over it, can't go under it, got to go through it. Right? Do you think that book would work for 16-year-olds? Absolutely. <laughs> well, you know, I'm 45 and it's still working <laughs> okay. for me, right? All I right. just, you know, I just, I do yellow no sometimes. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to go back to, you said in 15 years, not once, never. Is that literal? Not once has anything ever gone according to the plan that you had from the beginning? Not one time, no. Uh, <laughs> you know, we kind of joke, yeah, just how we drew it up, right? Um, and look, there's just <laughs> too many other variables. Um, that's actually around COVID, the thing that, you know, and this would be maybe a little controversial, I didn't, I didn't like, is at the beginning of COVID, too many people were coming out with these bold declarations. We will never do this again. We will never do this again. I just, man, I don't know. There's a lot of variables right now constantly changing. And I just don't think you make permanent decisions in an environment of rapidly changing variables, right? And so um, the market gets a vote, the enemy gets a vote, the tech gets a vote, you know, it's, uh, uh, you know, if you're, if you're fishing, the wind gets a vote, you know, the wind and, <laughs> yes. wind and luck are undefeated. So right, yeah. Uh, that's, that's, yeah, it's just, it's just the way it works. So then what do you do when, how do you not get discouraged, right? If nothing's ever gone according to plan and you've been doing this for how long now? Uh, 15 years. Yeah. Um, how do you not get discouraged? Well, I think you. Um, it starts with how you plan. You know, I think people want to do step one, step two, step three, step four, step five. And I think you just got to understand sometimes it gets you get so focused on some of the minutia points that you're not zooming back and saying, what am I what am I trying to get to? Right. That allows for adaptability and there have been small projects you hit them right on the head but just bigger initiatives there's a lot of other moving parts and i think as long as you're moving forward you're getting a little bit better you can see the light at the end of the tunnel that's all that matters um and the bigger the organization gets the more you can kind of set your plan and, and hit the mark i think there's a danger to that though i think you want some variable around you and and and, and variables just mean that you're paying attention to more you're seeing more you're seeing around corners a little bit more um when people start to dictate their own corner i think that's um, um that's the danger of that's the death of adaptability is um, when, when people start to, you know, believe their own predictions a little bit too much. Mm, you've probably seen other businesses or entrepreneurs fail who've done that. Uh, yeah. I mean, on, other entrepreneurs, teams, uh, groups. And I think uh, I have a belief that uh, companies do not fail from the outside in. They fail from the inside out. Mm -hmm. Teams don't lose from the outside in. Sure, you may just run up against somebody who's just playing better than you that day. Um, but when they really implode, um, it's, it's inside out. It's, it's a, you know, they, they get away from their values. They move away from kind of what makes them great. So when we talk about adaptability and finding a way, it's really cultivating the mindset of the team and make sure directionally everyone's moving forward with the same set of values and just trusting that things are going to pop up and okay, I can handle that. Like, you know, it's that old maybe, right? I mean, um, Tom Brady talked about that in his, you know, Man in the Arena series, right? Is that um, old uh, Chinese proverb story of the Chinese farmer and the concept of maybe. Like, oh, your son was injured. You're not going to be able to, you know, harvest your crops. Maybe, you know, you're <laughs> – so it's, it's just if you can just say maybe, you're That's okay. Yeah. yeah, and that speaks to the power of acceptance versus judgment. Right. Because I think we're 
quick to judge sometimes and then we're going oh that was great or that was terrible right and when we're quick to judge it it keeps you from accepting what is like it is what it is like at the end of the day what's the goal which you mentioned earlier the importance of clarity of goal and, and that's what i think is one of the keys to adaptability right like uh we need to be stubborn in our goals but adaptable in our process right i think it's really important i think sometimes we get that backwards and then if you're backwards and you're you're adaptable in your goals well now you're unreliable yeah. and we're not willing to do that right it's like we are making our commitments we are this is the goal now how we get there it might change i don't know but what's not changing is what we committed to and i think the best performing teams the best performing individuals the best family members the best community members like when, when they say they're going to do something, you can count on that person to do it. Might not look the way that it might not be pretty, might be ugly, might be a little muddy, scraped knees or whatever it might be, but you can count on that person to get, to get that thing done. Yeah. Yeah. And so when, at least in, when we talk about adaptability, I just think it's real, um, it's a fine line, right? Between that acceptance piece of like accepting what is versus like, oh, it's okay. You know, cause like some things, aren't okay. Right. And that's why we talk about the importance of getting to neutral sometimes. Right. It's like, um, just be non-negative about it. Right. It's like, don't always be positive because sometimes trying to be positive in a really bad situation makes that more negative and creates more cognitive tension, which then makes you feel worse. And it's like all versus like, Hey, that sucks. It does. But what are we going to do about it? Right. It kind of goes back to the, Hey, let's focus on the, the fix over the fault. Let's get back to marching towards our goal. And then you mentioned earlier too, in regards to progress, when you start seeing progress, progress is one of the greatest motivators. Right. And so when you start seeing progress, you start noticing, Hey, I'm getting closer to the light at the end of that tunnel. Now you're going to be more motivated to keep going and keep finding a way to go through the stream, the snowstorm. I love that book by the way, or whatever it might be. Right. It's like, you got to go through it. So I love that. Yeah. So I don't know, Murph, one, I'm curious, one story as we wrap up here, what, what is one thing that, how do I say this? I don't want to say most adaptable, but maybe the thing that, that reminds you of like, oh, wow, here, here's something we, we were going for. And this is what we had planned to do. And nothing went right, but we found a way to do it. Like, because I, I, I'm thinking about people watching this or listening to this. I'm sure they're running up against something right now where they're like, I don't even know. Like, I don't know what to do, right? Or, or sometimes people just need this like, oh, well, if he can do it, I can do it. I do that sometimes too. And you know, I always, if I see somebody else do it, I'm like, well, shoot, if they can find a way through that, I can find a way through that. So I'm just curious. Do you have something? Oh, there's like a ton. That? I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll take one that's um, it's just kind of a funny thing is, you know, we do this uh, annual uh, come together, we call it RQP3, and it's you know uh, it, it, it's been named a lot of things, but it's it's three play, uh, three P. So it used to be plan, party, propel, and it's kind of evolved over time. Um, and so uh, we we put a lot of time, and, and early on, we're fifty, you know, thirty, forty, fifty people. I would literally, I believe in being intentional. So you plan out if you're going to have people fly in from everywhere and, and be in, you know, this conference meeting room for three days. I want every element. I want there to be meaning and everything that we do. And you plan out all these things. And, you know, so I remember it was a really important time. We had just raised capital from FTV and that could be a, you know, we're based in Tampa, Florida, raising capital back in 2016 wasn't the norm. 
uh, a lot of our teammates that were working had, hadn't come up. It's not like we're out in one of the centers where all you do is raise capital, right? That's the measure of success is raising capital. If you're out someplace else, it's not here, it's performance. Um, and so wanted to make sure people had a lot of clarity, right? So we brought in speakers. We had all these like group exercises and group think exercises. And we just got a little too complicated with it. And I'm like, the first day it went really well. I'm like, this is exactly the outcome I wanted. Going to the second day, super confident, had this thing all planned out. And, and it was just a yard sale. It was just an abomination. Like, the speaker wasn't great. The activity, I didn't like plan that out well enough. And it became this massive, just felt like waste of time, just colossal, like just people sitting around talking. Um, and you just felt totally dejected. And you, you, you find yourself kind of walking around like, oh, I'll save this, I'll save this. And you just kind of let the thing go. But out of that, we had one of our teams kind of in the back just spitballing around some ideas in my totally failed framework. And we actually took that and used it as one of the pieces of technology that we built uh, in the coming year. And so, um, you know, you, you try to orchestrate these things, you try to plan everything out. Um, but in organizations living and breathing, and I love what you said earlier, DMAC, is, you know, once you set the goal, and, and in sales, we may say the East is going to do three of these things. Midwest is going to do two and West is going to do one. Well, that plan is probably not going to be the way it ends up. But what will have is people, you know, the West may have to do three. East may miss. Sure. The Midwest has got to fill in the gap. And I think that find a way is when variables change, there's no pause button. There's no reset. There's no do over. There's no extra life. We got to regroup and find a way. And, and, um, you know, there's 10 minutes left in a game or three months left in a quarter. You, you got to go make that happen. I think the most important thing is don't be so beholden to the plan that you forget that time's running out on the clock, like make a play. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's really good. And What's that saying? The play doesn't care who makes it. Play doesn't care who yeah. makes yeah, it. That's exactly. very true. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. uh, and find a ways mentality. Yeah, it really is right. It's a mantra. It's a mentality that um, you got to embrace. You got to talk about it, right? And then that allows you to accept the inevitable adversities, inevitable obstacles, curveballs, whatever is going to come your way. That allows you to accept those and be able to focus still on the goal that you're ultimately marching towards. And so, uh, for anybody again watching, listening to this. It's a mentality, right? And the cool thing about mentality is you can choose it today. Like, that's what I love most about mentality. It's like, it's not something that you have to go get anywhere. It's free, which I love. Like, that's the best price for me, right? But it's all about making the choice, but making that choice daily. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's a daily choice. The only thing is, I so Doc, I, I got this. This um, I have to imagine, though, where you, would you disagree, though? Because I would think in certain Olympic sports, it's so critical to be at a certain split or a certain time by a certain point, right? Mm -hmm. So when does that happen? Have you, have, have you seen it where, like, how do you talk about finding a way? Because I don't know that, like, would a downhill skier or would, would, would they know they missed a split? Are they just so used to running these things that they know it? Like, how does that yeah, work? Yeah, I mean, there are coaches along the side of the runs yeah, okay. who are communicating okay. um, in different ways of communicating, although they're going by so fast that they don't always get the communication, right? Yeah. They can't always see it. There's something else going on. Probably an easier example would be marathon runners. So I've had a number of marathon runners 
who've gone to the games and if who run who've run at high professional levels and whatnot and they absolutely know that if they don't make certain times and certain splits they're out of the running so there's no making it up there's no making it up at some point or another but one of the things that we focus on is not necessarily winning the race but winning your race and what does that mean and sometimes that means finding a way to finish when you're cramping up or you're really struggling or things aren't working the way you planned and so maybe you're not going to cross the line first and break the tape but you can still have a performance to be proud of and what does that look like how do you manage that and so it is a mentality in that form the way that you're discussing it but I would also say sometimes making it once a day is not enough for some of those marathon (laughs) runners they have to make it every step to keep going and to keep pushing and say you know what I might not win the race but I can win my race yeah and what does that look like and what does that mean so we focus a lot more on that process than we do on the outcome because grinding through that will probably put them in a better position for the next race to hit that first split right that's right that's right or even just give them some confidence that they can do hard things they can get through when they're hurting if you quit every time you start hurting you will never learn what you're truly capable of and whether that's a physical pain or a mental pain or a business pain if you quit at that first plan that didn't go the way you wanted it to go you're not going to be where you are today right and so many people do that in life but I think so that's what they're constantly struggling or battling is that internal demon that says eh I'm good. I could just walk away and it would be fine versus no, would, is that a race you'd be proud of? And that's kind of what we come back to over and over again with those athletes. I think it's an important point because for business as well, I mean, I'll work with younger, earlier stage founders like, man, it must be great. It's never great. <laughs> it's never great. It's harder now than it ever has been. Uh, and you never feel good. You know, you're never, if you're overconfident about a decision, you waited too long. If you're overly certain, you're blinded by something. So the things that you worry about when you're an early stage startup, you're worrying about just as many, if not more, um, when, when, when you're larger, right? And so there's never a time that if, if only, man, if only I had this, everything would be easy. If only I had this, like if only, um, is, is, uh, is, 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 is a killer in my mind. So that's good to hear. It's the same way, but yeah. yeah. That is good. I, I appreciate sharing about the process goals, right? Cause it is one of those things where when you're really hurting, I imagine like, let's we'll stick with marathon runners. It's like, Knowing that you can still finish strong, even though you might not win the race, is going to set you up better for the next time, right? Because knowing that you can do hard things, like we talk about this all the time, it's like mental performance is not about trying to give you a cushy pillow. That's not what it's about at all. We're trying to teach you how to sleep on a wooden floor without a pillow. Because when you know you can do that, you can go into any environment, anywhere, and have the confidence to find a way to execute whatever that may be. It might not be winning this time, but it's going to be forward, right? We do know that, which is going to, at the end of the day, you keep doing that enough. You keep pounding that rock, keep pounding that stone. At one point it will break. Right. And, and again, and it goes back to the mentality of it. And sometimes it does mean stepping back and breaking into a process. The last thing I want to say before we close this out is that finding a way generally cannot be based on other people. So in other words, if we go back to the marathon runners, if they get to a point where the only way they're going to win and cross the line first is other people have to drop out. Other people have to falter. Other people have to, when you put that control in someone else's hands, you're not finding a way. So it really comes back to you figuring out how am I going to make this work with the situation and the circumstances that I have. And that's kind of the caveat always that comes back into play is 
here are the circumstances I have. How am I going to find a way considering these? It's so true. Those same circumstances apply to business because too often like, we're going to find a way like it's a rally cry. (laughs) No, you're not. No, you're not. Like it's 30 degrees outside and you brought uh, shorts and no shoes, right? You're not finding a way. You're not skiing today, right? Or you're not getting that done. So I think that's a critical point. Yeah, that's good. You both, we love these, right? I mean, I love chatting, talking mindset with you all. And so, Doc, thank you for today. Murph, thanks as always. And Appreciate you both. Thank you. Absolutely. Find a ways of mentality, right? And so, and, and anyone can, can choose it today and encourage you to choose it every step if that's what you need to do. Okay. So, yeah, make it a great one. 